Welcome to Unraveled Podcast. I'm Bridget. And I'm Mackenzie. This is the place where we unravel all the things on our hearts. Laughter, tears, and real talk are all invited. Here we go. Hello. Hi, sis. Happy Wednesday. I, I know. Whatever day it is of this summer. I swear I, we start this episode, these episodes like this every time because it's hard to keep up what day it is. Sorry, everybody. I know. I feel like especially for the moms out there like everyone needs to know like to record this episode we have like kids with snacks like story Mm -hmm. times playing outside with friends and I'm just laughing at how old me used to think I needed like a podcast studio with everything perfect and seriously in this life in this season of life it's like whatever you can get like squeeze in through the cracks of your day is perfect that is so true those first few episodes it was like such a like anxiety ridden like we gotta set it up perfectly no kids in the house and now my kids my kids are running rampant through this house as we speak and I'm holding one and one's not napping and anyway (laughs) donate to our patreon in the link in bio I'm just kidding we don't have a patreon we should have a patreon but we should have one anyways we are we're so excited to come back we we kept telling ourselves that we would do a roundup of summer but now we're just going to squeeze it all together in one big episode because we figured you guys are enjoying your summer too that's right and it's a good time to pause until this next season which is coming so quickly by I just laugh July 4th hits be and my mom said it every year it would be 4th of July and she would say summer's over like that's it and I cannot believe it like people are like gearing up for school I was just before we got on I was like hunting for backpacks and it's just crazy that it's like summer has come and gone it's so fun though the season that is coming up kindergarten for your Colby first grade tea it's just really wild I I can't believe she's in first grade that's crazy either I don't want to say it it all happened so fast um how has your summer been I, I got to see you I know. I think like our trip to the mountains was definitely a highlight for us. We had such a blast on that trip. Um, And I mean, other than that, we did a couple little beach trips and family stuff. But this has been like the first summer where we've really just hung out a lot at home. We didn't do a ton of, you know, organized camps. We did like a few here and there, but definitely not as much as I've done in the past. And it was really a sweet summer. I would say it was like one of one of the sweetest summers that we've ever had. What about you guys? I love that. Well, I just love that you made that kind of um, commitment before the summer even started that you wanted to just be free barefoot and enjoy yep. the yep. moments. And so it sounds like that's exactly what you did. And it was good. Exactly. What about right. you guys? Well, our, yeah, ours happened fast because this baby came the day before the first, well, you know, the month before the first day of summer, right? Yeah. When is the first day of summer? June 20th. But everyone yeah. was out of school at the end of May. So I've just been trying to get back to normal or I guess a new normal. And I feel like yeah. I'm just coming out of that because um, she's two months. And so I had them in a few things. We went to swim team every day, come hell or come oh, high water. We did it. I love that. Good and for you guys. Yeah, it was fun. And that really was um, a great way to just meet people in our new neighborhood and um, just the community here, which B and I are all about community. So fun. Um, so we were able to do that. And then um, we went on a trip with you guys, which was so fun. And we did a lot of little excursions around here to just explore um, Northern Virginia, but it, I feel like it happened so fast. It came and it went and now I'm like ready to get 
I feel like I always get like this too. Like I want my rhythms back. Do you feel like that's a hundred percent? And with the school year, I mean, I'm sure it's the same even for homeschool because you have your schedule, but like Mm -hmm. I found myself very excited for the school year to start. And I mean, I'm really, I, I was just telling a friend this, that I'm proud of myself for not being one of those moms who like dreads summer and is like counting oh down gosh. the days till the first day of school so because sad. yeah that I mean that could have easily been me if I didn't have a mindset shift in a lot of ways but so we really enjoyed summer but now that it's getting closer to it it's not even like oh I'm so excited the kids are going back to school I'm actually no. sad about that right but it is there is something really nice about like the freedom of summer is beautiful but I think we are meant to be creatures of a rhythm and a schedule and I am not great at schedule but when I am forced to be because of a school year or something I think it really helps our family thrive so totally I I think it's funny even in adulthood you must be like this too like the the thrill of going back to school makes me want to like organize the house oh my gosh it's like like nesting Yes. It's like, okay. Like I, even when I was a young girl, I got very excited about the start of a school year because it's like all the new notebooks, all the things. And it's just like a whole, a whole new year ahead. So it is definitely exciting. It's so true. And I think we, as God's children are meant to go through seasons. I mean, Mm -hmm. he talks about it in the Bible in 10 different ways. Totally. And we enter into a new season in the fall, which I know is your favorite season because that's your birthday. I think your birthday is almost the almost the first day of is it Colby's the, birthday, the first day of fall. It's September twentieth, right? Yes. And so yeah. it's just like such a shift and we all need that air. We, we need, need the it. fresh yeah. air change and we grow with change and it's just such a beautiful way to um make goals and uh, nothing lofty or crazy, but just when you have rhythms, you have focus and you have yes. something to reach for. And if you're not reaching for something, then you can just go about your day um, without, you know, making anything happen or exactly. without any growth. So that's And why, the summer, you know. I think it's, it's a, like the, our pediatrician is like a very like natural doctor. And she was like, summer is meant for a reset. It's meant for a reset for adults and for mm. kids. And that's I love good. that. And I definitely think that's true. But then after you've had that full reset, you're like, okay, I'm ready to go back to like the the schedules and the school year and mm-hmm. all of it. So yeah, I think we're meant for both. We're meant for a season of rest. And we're also meant to be like, okay, let's get back to the grind, like in a healthy totally. way. Especially when you're in a season of consolation, which we've talked about um, in podcast past, like we go through seasons of desolation and seasons of consolation mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. our life. And so if you are blessed to be in a season of joy and light and lightness in life, then yeah. they might as well like run with it truly, like lean into that yes. and God given purpose because by golly, and I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy, a season will come where it feels too hard to it's be hard. part of those rhythms, you know, yes. and, and life is depleting or, you know, you're drowning and all that stuff. And so it's really good to just enjoy the rest, like you said, and then yep. hype up for um, whatever comes this fall. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. Speaking of new rhythms, sis, because I feel like I've had a lot of conversations lately with just a different moms with different perspectives on like kids and how many, how many kids to have. And um, I've just heard a lot of interesting perspectives recently on like fears of having more kids, other friends questioning us about like having kids and 
what that looks like if we, you know, grow our family and wouldn't that be so crazy? How has it been with like a fourth? And is there any like advice you can give to some, to, to a mom listening or a hopeful mom listening who might like have fears of growing their family? How has it been kind of like with Birdie's transition into the family? Oh, that's such a good question. I was not expecting it. And I think, well, something that first comes to my mind when you ask that question be is like who I was with just one or two kids as a very mm. new mom. And yes. we talked about this um, when we were together at Lake Watauga. And what happened, I don't know what happened this this time, this fourth yeah. pregnancy or, or, or sorry, postpartum, but, you know, everyone has their opinions of which one's the hardest, like the first one, the second one, the third one, the fourth one. I never really had an opinion about it. This yeah. personally has been the hardest transition for me, Okay, but it's because it's been a perfect storm of moving across the country, being yeah. not near yeah. anybody, not having any yes. help and, yes. and doing it um, just with Colin. Um, yeah. And so that, that was an adjustment. The baby's easy, but... What it keeps coming to mind is being a first time mom and how yeah. jarring it is because your entire identity is it's not what it was. And I remember looking at older, wiser moms who had four children, three children, just older children, and thinking, how are they doing it? They're so, oh my gosh, I can't even handle one. And so I think it's so, um, you have to be careful to judge yourself in the moment that you're in yeah. because it's so quick. And, and, oh my gosh, is life hard right now? Yes, I'm not sleeping just like half of the other moms who are listening. And, you know, I'm juggling a bunch of kids, but it is the biggest joy that mm-hmm. of my life to be able to do this because mm-hmm. I know that in five years, I'm going to want more kids. I know for mm-hmm. a fact, mm-hmm. no matter how many kids God mm-hmm. gives me now today, if it's four, if it's five, if it's six, if this is it, that in 10 years, I'm going to still want more. I know that because you talk to any mom, go ask any mom in in their 40s and 50s and they'll say, my kids aren't home anymore. So I don't know. Yeah, I remember it being tiring, but I don't remember anything but the laughs and the joy of the moment. Seriously. So it's hard to judge that. And I think it also brings about the question, are we really the controllers of our life? No. And Mm -hmm. anytime I have controlled those parts of my life, I've been left devastated because things don't go my way. Or mm-hmm. things don't go the way I thought they should because I, I, I gripped way too tightly. Mm-hmm. And I think just having your hands open wide and being willing to cry and, and call a friend when you feel like it's hard or, mm-hmm. you know, asking for help or just, you know, enjoying the good parts of it. And then also being willing to say, yeah, yesterday was bad, but today was great. Like that is life. Life is yeah. not just cupcakes and teddy bears. And I think you are so blessed if you can have any children like yeah. or when you hear people's judgments of how big our families are getting or yeah. you know or they go get um, their tubes tight or, or do whatever people do yeah. because yeah. they feel like they have to and I don't judge that at all I know people ha- have their own stories but I will say there are people crying out just begging, begging for to, a baby begging for a baby or begging to even have a baby that's alive because they can't yeah. even carry to full term or, or yeah. they have stillborn there's so much of this so I much know. and it's I not know. talked about enough and it it is coming out more but yeah. I just think in those moments that you feel like you're drowning or you know when I'm complaining about the silliest thing that I can't get something done because someone needs me look into yourself and say well, what's my purpose right now? My purpose is to mother. My purpose yeah. isn't to get this thing done. That's, yeah. And the only reason I'm annoyed is because, because 
because someone's interrupting something I need to be doing, but I don't, yeah. I don't need to be doing that. And so anyway, that's my long oh, answer to that oh, thing. I, I want to say to that too, sis, and mm-hmm. um, this is no judgment for any, for working moms. Cause I, and I've worked and I've gotten babysitters and I've done this and yeah. beast on it all too. But my thought, and you can speak better to this. Um, I want you to answer the question you asked me, but also speak to this is that um, when my mom had her fourth baby and I've talked about this before, I was the mm-hmm. oldest. She quit teaching and stayed home full time because mm-hmm. I think something happens um, with all of us that it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, Yeah, when it's too much to do it all. And yeah. there's seasons for everything, which Bridge, you talk so well about. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a season for going for the career. And then there's a season for, you know, being able to step back and know that that's okay too. So I don't know. That's my big answer. I think that was a beautiful answer. Um, and as you were talking, something that dawned on me, and I, I don't know if I'm going to say this the right way, but I think that something that's been sitting with me when a lot of moms who only have one, like you said, or two mm-hmm. will be like, I don't even know how you're doing it with right. three. And I'm laughing because I know people with seven, you know, so <laughs> I'm like, three is like, okay, well, right, what, yeah, we have our moments, but like, it's, it's okay. But it's like, nothing compared. Everybody calm down. Like, right, right. But I think what I've really sat with recently is like you said so beautifully, every child like unlocks a new level in your soul with motherhood. Mm. And if again, this is not a judgment on people who stop it too, Mm-mm. but but it is just it's sharing a thought, like just to challenge mm. the ways of thinking and say, what if there was more for you to discover about yourself? Ooh. And you lose that opportunity if you're just like, two is too hard, like this is it. But I think your threshold raises as you as you welcome more kids in your family. Amen. And I think this third, like Augie has changed me as a mother. Like there are things I can do now that mm-hmm. I could not do when I only had Colby and Grace. So true. And it was just because I I was not challenged in that way. I wasn't challenged to have two toddlers and a baby on my hip. And so you just learn how to be more um how to be more flexible, how to yeah. be more like, um, you adapt, adapt, you and, adapt. Overcome. and you also like things become more clear to you, mm-hmm. like about yourself. Like what is, what are my priorities? What do I care about in this life? I, I honestly think life becomes more clear, like the more mm-hmm. kids you have. And I'm not saying like have a hundred kids to discover yourself, <laughs> but I just think people don't go to that third or that fourth or that fifth because there's something in them that has this fear that it will be too much. And I was just talking to an older mom um, who called me, um, but she, we were talking about how like she took a lot of time off. Like she's a very creative person. She's an artist and an interior designer. And I mean, she just has like, and a baker, like she just has all every talent. Yeah. Yeah. And she really, she did nothing to monetize off of it for probably 20 years. And I was kind of venting to her because she called me and we were talking about creative projects. And I just said to her, I was like, you know what? I'm so exhausted that like there are dreams on my heart to do certain things that I just know are beyond my capacity right now. And she was just like, Bridget, like you are building the foundation of your house, of your family. Like Mm. you, like these early years with babies are like the building blocks of the future, Mm -hmm. but you have this whole life ahead of you that's Mm -hmm. beyond these years. But I Mm. think 
a lot of women to close this part out of the episode is like they get tunnel vision and and we all yes. do we we all i will say i i fall into this sometimes where i think this is life forever this is life forever i'm mm-hmm. always going to have like a 1 year old and that's not true like that's not necessarily true Mm-mm. i think that um there is going to come a time where there's more freedom in your season you have more flexibility your kids are older and so i think like if you're in that phase right now of living day to day just trying to figure it out like hold on and just mm-hmm. know that like it's not going to be that forever and like if you have dreams like you can also work on them slowly you can do this slow growth method which is like i'll do one little thing towards my dream today totally. but i'm not going to do a hundred things amen and let's ask the question like when you sit back on your life in 20 years don't you want to look back and smile at how you received the gifts of life into your life mm-hmm. as opposed to saying I tried to shove them away so that I could do my own thing my that thing. by the way it doesn't last you're the things that we do with our fingers here or our minds like that stuff doesn't last the only thing that lasts is love and so how are we pouring into these little souls that are quite literally taking everything we have from literally. every day and but I want so badly like you and a lot of moms to look back and I think every mom actually does deep desire this in, inside like to look back and say I gave it everything I gave yeah. motherhood everything with the slow growth with still keeping my dreams and creative and what a good example to use of that creative lady you were sharing about she had so many has so many gifts and talents and uses yeah. them in her family and yeah. passes them down you know and your aunt says this really well too. be aunt Michelle. Mm-hmm. She says, she said it about both of us. You guys are creators in your homes. You make yeah. your kids laugh every day. Mackenzie is one of the things she said, or, you know what I mean? And so just using the gifts we can in our home, because those kids just want us. That's all they want. And it's such a gift, but it is hard. I won't, I won't deny that. Oh my gosh. I, it's so true. Um, yeah. All right. Well, should we move into our next topic, which is retreat? Finally, you guys have been asking and the dates are up and we have the place booked and we can't believe it. We're back at our first place. B, what do you think? So exciting. Um, We had this amazing beach house, adorable beach house in Hilton Head that we picked out for the very first retreat. And it's walking distance to the beach. Um, walking distance to some restaurants. And I mean, I think that the first group of ladies, the first crew loved this spot because it was so walkable and yet it was so intimate and this cute little beach house. And we had an awesome chef come the first night that Ken's found. So good. And we're on the hunt for him again because he just hosted this beautiful three course meal for everyone and was just like such a personality too. So we're really excited to go back to Hilton Head, and it's it's a it's drivable to people in the Carolinas. Oh my um, gosh! And even up where where you are, Ken. Yeah. I mean, if you really want to save, you can totally drive from Virginia too. I thought of that. But it's also you know a quick flight as well, so we're just really really excited. We have some awesome speakers that we're going to announce soon, and um, yeah, it'll be um, first week in November, right, sis? That's right. That first Thursday through Sunday, November second through fifth I think right yeah I can't wait I'm so excited and I'm just so proud of us for you know waiting for the right thing we were really praying about this it's been hard because our 
favorite spot just sold. And so that's why we're not doing it in Florida, but we really wanted to go back to Hilton Head. So it's, it's really awesome that we're able to do that. Yeah, it'll be great. And um, I think we went back and forth, like, should we change this retreat model to a hotel? Mm -hmm. And we really just felt so strongly that the the groups of women that have come to these retreats, which is almost a hundred at this point, They've mm-hmm. all shared with us that one of the best parts of it was how intimate the retreat was that, you know, you really get to know these girls because we're all in a big Airbnb together. So we're going to go with the same um, model that we've always done. Um, and it's always just worked so beautifully. So if you have any questions, you can DM the Unraveled account. You can DM me or Mackenzie. Um, and we have more emails to come if you're on our email list. Mm-hmm. So we're going to just start putting all the information out there and there will be payment plans because, you know, we want to make it as flexible and doable for, for any woman in any stage. So definitely reach out to us if you have questions. Yay. Can't wait. Thanks for listening to Unraveled Podcast. To stay a part of the conversation, follow us on Instagram at Unraveled Podcast or on Spotify at The Unraveled Podcast. Thanks for listening.